You're listening to The VAP, episode 46, John and Rick's Excellent Adventure. Hey, Tim and guys. This is John from San Luis Obispo again. Well, Rick and I are uh, we're in Las Vegas, and we're heading to Michigan to get our trailer. I'll give you a, a check-in when we get there, and uh, we're going to go to Jackson Center, Ohio, and have a little maintenance work done and a new axle put on. Like you guys mentioned, for that 1965 Caravelle, that's a problem. So we're going we're gonna to remedy that. Anyways, I just want to let you guys know we're on another crazy adventure. With two tons of aluminum hitched to his bumper, cruising down the internet superhighway, the VAP is streaming right to your ears. Vintage Airstream Podcast. And now your host for the Vintage Airstream Podcast, Tim Shepard. Living in aluminum. Here we are back again for episode 46. I'd like to welcome Colin Hyde of GSM Vehicles. Hey everybody, how are you all doing out there in podcast land? <laughs> and Rob Baker's with us. Hello everybody, Good, happy to be here again. Well I guess our last show created a little bit of a stir. We got some feedback from some people, you want to hear some of it? Yeah, we got a few. the great the great motorhome debate. <laughs> yeah, episode forty five, the great motorhome <laughs> debate. Just say no to moho. And of course, the the onslaught of uh, of coercion to get me to join the club here. Let's uh, let's hear some of the feedback. Hey Tim, this is four eight eight seven WBTCI. Um, thank you for the update on the uh, Mandalay mess. Uh, congratulations on joining. And um, I guess being up here in Region 10, I'm going to have to get hot on hot trot on uh, the old boys down there. So uh, again, 4887, uh, good job on the uh, on the podcast. Been listening to it for about a year and a half now, and uh, congratulations on joining. Bye. Well, thanks a lot, See, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good that we got you joined already. Well, you know, I, this is my question, though. He just refers to himself as 4887. I mean, do I have to do that now? I mean, I'm not a person anymore. I'm just a number. No, no. you're an ambassador. <laughs> no, you don't have to be. You're, you're not a number, Tim. You're, yeah, you're, right. you're the ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hear this comment here from Gene. He also has a question. Hello, gentlemen. My name is Gene from Riverside, California. I both have a question and a comment. Just got done listening to episode 45, and since I found you six months ago, I've been through all of them. Now, my intentions are to be a future Airstream owner, and uh, I just got through listening to the 45, the controversy about letting in those SOBs, the same old boxes, as I call them. And uh, my opinion is, when I do buy my classic motorhome, something in the mid-'80s, I certainly would not want to be a member of the WBCCI if it includes a sea of white boxes. Just like a vintage car club, I wouldn't join a club for classic Mustangs just to have someone drive off the lot and pull in. So I agree with you guys 100% on that. The reason I'm going with a motorhome is because I want to tow, not a trailer, but my toys on a trailer when I go out to the desert or to the mountains. The question I have for you guys is, could you dedicate an episode to these controversial motorhomes? 
at least I don't think the classic ones are too controversial, about the differences in the years. I really enjoyed learning about the different trailers, what models, what years, what changes. I would love to know the same information about even the Argosies, but especially the Airstream motorhomes from late 70s to the, I guess, early 90s. Love to, uh, love to hear some feedback on that. Take care. Love the show. Keep it up. Well, thanks a lot, Gene. Appreciate the uh, phone call there. Boy, he's got uh, an opinion. He doesn't own an Airstream yet. That's good. We're uh, <laughs> we're stirring the pot here, apparently. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right. Well, well, you know those those, those motorhomes he's talking about. They, you know, they look like an Airstream with the steering wheel. So yeah, yeah. There's a few years that are vintage right now that we could get into on a future show. Uh, I don't know a whole bunch about them because I've never owned one yet or uh, really known anybody. I mean, one one guy that I stayed at a campground down in North Carolina had a classic. I think it was an 82 motorhome. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't known a whole except for Clayton, Colin. That's about the only one I've known. With the, Have mm-hmm. you had any motorhomes come through? Yeah, we've seen a couple. We haven't done anything on them, but we've looked at them. Tom Howarth uh, owned one. I think he still owns one. He was uh, full-timing in it. It was a 34, yeah, it was the 36, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. I, yeah. Remember we had to, I remember we had to pull it off the field and cherry blossom. Yeah, one thing about them is the uh, generally they're powered with 454 gas engines, but um, some of the early ones, uh, early 80s, I believe, they had Isuzu diesels, which are uh, quite rare to find, but um, apparently somewhat more fuel efficient than the gas models. Hmm. But... Uh, um, yeah, they were 454s usually, and you know, they people polish them up just like the other ones. And the, you know, that we we could have a show that talks about them. Yeah, we'll have I to find someone who uh, who has one or worked on it. We can get them on and, and uh, talk about. It. That'd be a good show. Certainly, they started out life. Those classic ones started out life as Argosies, and um, the Argosy motorhome went back, I believe, to the early 70s, and they were. Essentially the same thing. They actually had quite short ones. Went down to I believe twenty feet or so. Yeah. And they had some yeah. of them with three uh, fifties in them, which I think were probably quite fuel efficient as well. Hmm. Yeah. We also had a couple emailed comments. This one's from Ashley. He says Tim, just listen to the show. Welcome to the WBCCI. Keep up the great work. And we have another one from uh, Martin. He says. Um, Although there were some real arm twisting in episode 45, we're glad to have you as a member of the WBCCI. I have started work on my 61 Bambi. We'll be replacing the galley in the bathroom shower floor area. Some major rot, like they all have. Uh, hoping to limit the amount of replacement. It's a mess. Some framework is anticipated. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, just for the record, I did send in the application and the check, and I reserved 4827 for my number but i haven't heard anything back so i guess it's being processed you know tim you ask about the numbers and stuff i've got the wbcci manual member directory 2007 member directory in front of me which you'll get you'll get here in the near future future they got a you know he called out his number they've got a numerical num members listings so you go there and you can look at all the different numbers that are out there assigned to different last names and then you can go up front and it's alphabetical, and you can look up a number, and it gives their address, their name, their address, and uh, their shoe and size. It, yeah, and if they do courtesy parking, what unit they belong to, 
And if they've got courtesy parking, it tells that. And also, there's a courtesy parking directory for free camping, you know, if, as you go across the country. But in the next year, I believe they're going to have email address as well. So it's a, it's pretty neat uh, if you're driving down the road, see somebody. I like doing it. I carry the member member directory with me. So I, if I see somebody driving down the road, I can give them a shout. Well, my number should be easy to remember without looking up. You guys know what uh, 4827 is, don't you? That's our yeah. last four last four numbers of our call-in. Uh, the phone number, the voicemail line. It also right. stands for 4VAP, so for VAP. It should be easy to All remember. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, well the... Uh, you know, let's talk about four VAP. Uh, I did a little flyby last week weekend, Tim, uh, picking up that fifty-eight flying cloud. Oh yeah. I, I met met some uh, loyal listeners and some fellow forum members that I had never seen. I even got to see one of Colin's polish jobs with my boy Bert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, yep. Good. And uh, yeah, so they swung by and I said hello to everybody from Region One, little rally they're having up in Boston. Oh, very well, good. believe it or not. We had a couple show up here yesterday um, that were staying at the uh, Sable Point Campground. They're from down in uh, Orange County, New York. And uh, uh, this couple came in and said that uh, they just wanted to find out, they're avid VAP listeners, they just wanted to find out if I was as nice as a guy as I sounded on the VAP. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I ever not. I hope, Hopefully I uh, made them happy, but they seemed pleased when they left. Oh, very good, very good. That's a good one. I'm, I'm uh, sure you Colin, Colin does have that grandfatherish voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very comforting in your hour of vintage need. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, the funny thing is they don't have a vintage trailer. They had a... Um, they had a, a quite a new Bambi, and they sold or traded in or whatever because it. Come on, Rob. What did it do? It, it uh, say again. It leaked. It leaked. Oh, yeah. Very good. <laughs> they all leak. Yeah, and they got was, a, they they got another new one, a bigger one actually. Actually, it's it's Colin's voice, but it's also like hypnotizing because when he when he has you, it's like he goes panel replacement, panel replacement, yeah. <laughs> new fan. And it, it is. It's hypnotizing. It's his, I think it's his voice. I just figured it out. Figure? <laughs> well. But they all leak, yes. yes, yes. Well, that's good. I'm yeah. glad, they're, uh, glad they're talking to you and showing you a little bit of recognition. That's kind of neat. Yeah. So let's yeah, that's good. Pretty, they, they sought you out. That's really cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, let's move on with the uh, the ambassador update. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise. Please welcome the Ambassador Update. Alright. Hope you guys are still rising now after this year. You realize it's been a year since I won this on eBay. With with ever since you put the AC on top, I've stopped rising. <laughs> Now, now, that sucks. that's our Dometic partners out there. That's not. Uh... Well, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> that, well, that Tim, we're, we're putting one of those on vintage lightning, but we're changing the shroud, right, to uh, uh, you know look more period correct for the fifties. Mm-hmm. I, I understand with the ninety-nine degree California heat. I that's understand. Right. That's right. 
It's, you need uh, those. You need those BTUs cooling you. You ain't kidding. At, in that resort camping. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, resort camping, I want to mention another contributor to the Ambassador Project, Selectabed.com. They make uh, custom mattresses and stuff for uh, for everything, really, for your house or for your RV. And they came up and uh, helped us out with three mattresses. Uh, one for both our twins and also for our new uh, bunk we made. So that was really cool. They have uh, a lot of varieties on their website. And one of them that they really like is their Tripedic. It has uh, three layers of memory foam. So, mm. yeah. I mean, these things are nice. They they showed up here last week and <sighs> couldn't wait to take them out. I, I want to go sleep in the trailer already. <laughs> I'm envious. I mean... <laughs> I'm envious. However, you'll be falling asleep, but you got that nice new TV in your bedroom. That's right. Of course. Got it's it all. Little, little You're going to have the most luxurious doghouse of any man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the uh, Plus, you got a bunk too, right? Yeah. For the bunk bed? Yeah. Cool. Got a mattress for the bunk. So, yeah, we're all getting all set there. Um, yeah, that's that's a great contrib- contribution because uh, I've been, you know, you know, I've been sourcing to get to the point for the sovereign too, mm-hmm. uh, the mattresses and bunk bunk mattresses too. So, I've been checking out the the website. Yeah, well, the neat thing too is if you mention the VAP, they will give you a ten percent off uh, off your order. So that that's a good thing. But uh, I remember on my last trailer, the seventy one Safari. You know, we had the old um, Gaucho. We just had it recovered. We didn't change the foam. And I'm telling you, it was the most uncomfortable thing to sleep on. I ended up out for my wife. I had to get one of those air mattresses and blow it up every night so she could she wouldn't have back problems. <laughs> and I don't talk about a pain. So on this trip, I said, you know what? When you're out camping, you, you spend all this money and time and work restoring this thing. And when you're out there resting, you know, on vacation, you want to be comfortable. Well, I'm telling you, this is the way to be comfortable. Do yourself oh, yeah, a favor, yeah. you know, especially if you have a, a you know a twin bed that's a full time bed all the, all the time, uh, already made up. You know, you don't know what's where that thing's been in the last thirty or forty years. So get yourself a new one. They have all different varieties of price ranges and everything, but uh, you know, I'm sure they can help you out. Selectabed.com. They can even make the curved ones. Like if you have a uh, a rear bedroom where you know how those mattresses are curved to go along the side of the, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they can make all that stuff, so it's it's not a not a big deal for them. And all they do it all the time. Then they have these custom uh, uh, coverings that go over it. They're ventilated uh, covers, and they come off, and they can be washed and everything. So I mean these are really top notch mattresses. So really appreciate selectabed dot com for that. Now you can get your true radio beauty rest. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> The um, what was I gonna say? Oh, that that discount is that cumulative, Tim? Like if I say the VAP ten times, <laughs> try it. You know they really <laughs> you'll get it free. <laughs> well, the nice thing is you said twenty times they'll owe you some. Yeah. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that he it, he didn't uh, give an expiration date. He said no, just from now on. So if you hear okay, this, cool. if you hear this show a year from now and you want one. Call them up, telling you her about in the VAP, and you'll, you'll still get the discount. I thought that was pretty neat. That was pretty nice of them. Yeah, excellent. Um, so on to the rest of the update. We talked about last time building the bunk, finishing up building the bunk, and uh, 
and putting in the sea level gauges and whatnot. So I, this past few weeks, I ended up finalizing the uh, freshwater tank installation, as, as Rob will call the, the behemoth tank. No, Rob? Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> but it, it, it gives you that much-needed tongue weight you need. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. So, <laughs> so what is it, 80 gallons? It's, no, it's a 30-gallon, but it's... It, you know, it's all one of those. It's 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 what you're always talking about with this Colin, design and forethought, right? Mm-hmm. He is, he is ready for his 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 boondocking experience. That's right. Now I made a thirty gallon tank because I kind of wanted to match <laughs> match my twenty seven gallon gray tank. Um, but what couple for things your, for your city water hookup? Now will you give me a break, me? <laughs> is this a tank you made too tall or something? Uh, too wide, really. Oh, okay. Because what happened was the the uh, the couch we picked, the gaucho that we ordered, it doesn't have space underneath it, so I can't fit a tank underneath it. I mean, your May twenty sixth blog entry, front and done, ready for couch. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. I mean, you got definite room for your for your forty five inch plasma screen TV. <laughs> the drop drop down <laughs> out of the ceiling. Yeah, there you, there go. you go. So is uh, have Sony seen... a contributor now? <laughs> hey, we'll work on it. All I got to do is say their name, Sony. But, but like everybody's got to listen or watch on June 20th, uh, you'll see Tim's trying to go for the same design that they went with in the unique whip show that's coming up with Pamela Anderson's 34 no. footer. No, I don't Was he think, getting a pole too? I don't think I'm doing the pole. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have an aluminum pole outside for the antenna. I already uh, that. Yeah. I don't think your wife would like that one. No, I don't think so. Now, now you said Tim that you possibly could make it so you could fit the the Lego Maddox up there in the front end for storage. Was that a, was that possible or no? Yeah, I could fit one. All I could do is fit one up there. So, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's one less thing rattling around. Yeah, you know, I mean, it turned out it turned out nice for for what it is. It's just taking oh, up a looks, little little bit of room up front, but you know, looks it's, good. That's the way it's going to be. And it, it yeah. basically, I ended up having to build a uh, an oak uh, cover for it and a uh, countertop, and then the couch will actually slide right up against it. So I lose Listen. about I lose about six inches more than I should have if I had to build a slimmer tank. But uh, you know, no, you can never have enough counter space, especially in the living room or kitchen area. So yeah, I mean, yep, yep. So yeah, it's working out. Then and beyond that, I've been polishing, polishing, polishing with our new Vite and uh, Perfect Polish Partners there helping me out. I mean, talk about a labor. Are you sick of it yet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to 70, uh, 40, excuse me, 74, 46 hours as of tonight. I polished for six hours today. It, it, well, for 46 hours, people say 200 hours. Out of, yeah. I think you've... You, it's looking good. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. <laughs> this is funny. It's like the more you polish, the less your, the more your standards drop, <laughs> as far as <laughs> when to move to the next spot. Yeah. Yeah. The more you yep. polish, the more you have to polish. That's right. You know. As Tim, as Tim calls it, OPD. I think. Yeah. <laughs> My over polishing disorder. These are the. <laughs> yeah. This is what I was thinking of polishing out there. I, this kept popping online. The te- top ten signs you have over polishing disorder. Number ten, when you go camping, you pack the cyclo first. Number nine, at rallies, you bet that your roof is shinier than anyone else's trailer. Number eight, 
When you call Tom at Perfect Polish, you ask for the usual. The usual is three pounds of Nuvite S, which is the finest polish to keep it going. And uh, Tom knows you by name and your shipping address. Number five, you have to bring extra sunglasses for those camping near you. Number four signs that you have overpolishing disorder is after 14 passes over the same spot, all you can say is, it's getting there. Number three, you think silently polishing the belly pan really wasn't that hard. Number two, you actually get offended when someone else uses the vanity mirror. And the number one sign that you have overpolishing disorder, you actually remove that vanity mirror. <laughs> so, anyway. That's no, it's looking good. Yeah, it's getting there. What do your neighbors think? Well, I actually started getting some comments today. <laughs> One guy walked by today and he said, Oh, you can see Positive that. comments. Yeah, you can see that from outer space. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That is, that's shiny enough. If you can see it from outer space, that's shiny enough. Um, the garbage collection day was today, so the garbage guy actually stopped. You know, they have those little arms that go and they pick up the trash cans. So they never have to get out. Well, this guy actually got out and walked around and started talking to me. Wow, that's like really shiny. What are you using? How are you doing? That is looking great. And then all these cars got backed up on the road started honking at it. <laughs> <laughs> You're causing traffic jams now. Causing traffic jams. Good for you. Yeah, so anyway, that was pretty good. So, I mean, my wife is putting up with a lot of the, the black, you know, oxidation all over me and and stuff. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, well, you know, it looks like you're getting getting close. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of comforted. You know, the, the streets ought to be easier, you know, because it has more windows in it. It doesn't have the door. She says, oh, yeah, that, that door thing, that's kind of weird. And I, I kind of got offended. I said, "What? don't you know that's the coveted door within the door? She's like, what? I said, we have a 1960 trailer. This is a Wally Byam trailer. Wally died in 1962. We have the coveted Wally trailer from 1960 with the door within the door. And I, oh my gosh, I'm turning into a vintage snob. <laughs> I had. To, I'm, like, I'm like, oh wait, I, this is this is not good. I'm turning into and, and the worst kind of vintage snob, the, the pre-62 vintage snob. I, I, I had to go wash my mouth. That was so. You really, you really listened <laughs> to, right. to Leo's Leo's sales pitch, didn't oh, you? Oh, you know, come on. <laughs> I don't think we'll have him on for a while. It's called the Legacy cover. Trailer. Yes, the Legacy right. Trailer. Yep, yep. So anyway, yeah, yeah. This is all having a cumulative effect on me here, day by day. Yeah, it's looking good. So yeah, polishing. I want to. I want to know what the sob owners down the road. Did. The fifth wheel guys think about it. Yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't heard. Because no people, you're going to get people saying, asking you how, you know, thinking that's brand new. Yeah, yeah. And one of the workers guys from next door came by. And he said, "Man, it's looking brand new. Looking like brand new." People, <laughs> people are slowing down now when they drive by. Because I had a, I have it parked out in front of the house because I, when I polished the last one on the side of the house, it got polishing compound all over the floor all over the ground outside i mean all over the dog and he tracked it all in so i was like no i'm not doing that this time <laughs> i pull it out in the street and let the sidewalk get dirty so after i polish uh, after i and then you put it back in when it's done that's right that's right uh. that's that's the voice of experience um so the the shiny side is is toward the street now because i finished the uh the curbside and i flipped it around 
and uh, so now people are slowing down when they drive by and and stuff like that so that's kind of cool of course i'm covered with black oxidation all over why does your nose itch 20 minutes into the process when your hands are covered in black I don't know, yeah. but that's a good point. It's, it's inevitable. It always happens. <laughs> so You get covered, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know what's next, Tim? What's that? The vintage tow vehicle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> One thing at a time. Come on. <laughs> All right, guys. That concludes the ambassador update. And I'd like to thank again selectabed.com for their contribution. And we've got a couple of guys who are out and about. You may have heard on our last show. I think John called in. John has a 75 trade win. And he helped talk his buddy into buying a Caravel on eBay. And they called in with their question. They're in California. And the trailer's in Michigan. And they want to know the best way to get it. And if you remember, the, your guys' answers were to uh, get it themselves. Get it themselves and replace the axle. Yeah. And... Uh, we have actually been hearing from them uh, on the road. They actually took off to get started, and they've been calling in the voicemail line. So uh, let's have a listen at what they uh, what they've been talking about. Hey guys, John and Rick here from San Luis Obispo. The odometer reads twenty four hundred miles, and we're getting to Lansing, Michigan. I can't believe Woo-hoo! it. What a trip! Three days, we pulled it off. We're going to take delivery of the trailer tomorrow, and we're heading to Jackson Center. We'll give you guys an update. Talk to you later. Hey, if you want to call us, give us a call. <laughs> so, so it was 2,400 miles from there to Lansing? Yeah. Wow. And they started cool. getting they started getting close, and they kept uh, giving us a call here. Hey, guys. This is John Rick coming live to you from Lansing, Michigan. Well, we've got an Airstream behind us. 1965 Caravelle, and um, once we got past the mouse turds and the smell, I think we're pretty happy. <laughs> so anyways, we'll give you another report when we get to Jackson Center, tell you how it's looking down at Airstream. See you later. We, we, for, we, we forgot to tell them to tow it the first 50 miles until the window's open. <laughs> well, we're actually going to call them, and uh, we're going to call them in a minute and get a live update, but when we do, be sure and ask them about the uh, the pig farm, Okay. Yeah, Febreze, Febreze. <laughs> we got one more comment from here, uh, from the road. Hey, guys, John and Rick here, coming to you uh, live from Ohio. What a day we had out here and uh, at, at Jackson Center at the factory. It was incredible. Um, a family of Mennonites just caught my eye, and I couldn't help uh, pausing for a second there. <laughs> we went on the tour. <laughs> Rick got his new axle on his 65. We spent a lot of money in the store and just had a super day. Uh, Jackson Center is a really neat little town, and uh, everybody was really nice to us here. It was just a really great time. So just checking in with you, letting you know how it went. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All righty. You know, usually the guys in Jackson Center, because they competed with the guys from California, usually they take offense to Californians. <laughs> <laughs> just Californian trailers, not Californian people. Come on, now. I'm, I'm kidding, Tim. <laughs> when they're putting on new new couplers, they they like that. <laughs> and deadbolts. That's right. Yeah. So that's just, this is exciting. No, they, it's, yeah, they call on, on the trip, and uh, 
They picked up a cool 65 carousel. Yeah. yeah. They, they've they've made it to the mecca that Colin and I've yet to 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 make it to, but we're going to. That's right. They've done more than you guys now. Well, well, it's because we don't excuse. need couplers. That's. I've got an excuse though. What's that? I would spend way too much money at the Airstream store. <laughs> I, I would, it's I like would. going to Vegas. It's like ah. going to Vegas for a gambler. It's I I I'm scared about it. You know, all I bought there was um, <laughs> I bought they had these little tins of uh Airstream jelly bellies because <laughs> Jelly Belly factory is out here in the Bay Area. And I've actually toured that toured that. So uh, I thought it would be cool to have. So I bought like three of those. That was it. The um but but you only have one Airstream. See Tim with Colin and me we just got this aluminum thing really so bad that it'd be very dangerous. It, you know, and our, our wives wouldn't wouldn't like it very much. <laughs> but we're going. We're gonna go. We're. It's on the schedule. Well, Rob, if you wait. made it to the international <laughs> or the Florida State rally, you could go to an airstream store. Tis true. Tis true. There you go. How, however, I'm boycotting international right now. You know, Colin. Yeah, I know. But I was just pointing out that you could go to a store if you wanted to. Why are you boycotting the International? <laughs> the, not because of the motorhome issue. It's because of the Cape Town to Cairo caravan issue. They're not supporting that right oh. now. So and, you uh, you helped talk me into joining a club that you're boycotting? No. Yeah, isn't no, that no, funny? No, no this is senseless. I'm, I'm, I'm just boycotting the International if, if our caravan club can't support a caravan, which is what it's all about. Mm. And I'm just saying support. They don't have to fund or or just, you know, just be behind them uh-huh. and supportive of what they're trying to do 50 years later. Right. That, yep. I, that, that I right now can't support the the international. It was the international, the executive committee or whatever of the international business, mm-hmm. uh, the IBT. They're the ones that run the international rally. So that's the only one I'm boycotting. The, all the unit ones and all that. I'm all for it. So. All right. Well, we're getting but, off. To, we'll get to that in a future show. <laughs> we can bring that up in a future show. We're getting off topic. We got uh, John and Rick traveling across country on your recommendation to pick up a, uh, a 65 Caravel. And we actually got them on hold waiting for us. So uh, Cool. You guys want to talk to them, see how their adventure is doing? Are they yes. still driving? I think they are. Cool. This is, uh, you guys heard of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yeah, <laughs> this, this is going to be John and Rick's excellent adventure. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call the show. Here. Let's see if we can't get them on here. Good evening. This is I-80 Holiday Inn Express. Can I have room 1116, please? Hello? John? Hey. Hey, this is Tim, Colin, and Rob here of the VAP. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. How are you? You're live. <laughs> uh... Rick's online with us as well. We have two uh, two phones in the room. Oh, great! Great, great. Guys join. Good, excellent. I guess you checked in under Rick's name, huh? Uh, yeah, actually, we did. Because <laughs> I needed the check-in name. <laughs> we're we're, we're, oh, sorry. we're rest- uh, actually, actually, Rick's been uh, paying for all the rooms the whole way since I came along with him. So. Ah, good man. Now, why aren't you guys? Well, first off, <laughs> you guys should be in the Caravel. Well. You know, had it not been stored in a, uh, this is Rick here, had it not been stored in a, uh, a Michigan pig farm for the last 10 years, we probably could have done it. <laughs> Michigan but, uh, pig uh, farm? 
uh, Michigan pig farm. Ah, uh, you <laughs> wuss. Uh, you know, the, the, the eBay seller informed me that it had a, a slight, or, you know, it, he minimized it. He said it had a, the aroma of a barn. And <laughs> I, I was thinking, uh, you know, a little hay, a little alfalfa, you know. That's a nice smell in my mind, but... <laughs> he cleared it up. It was a pig farm, or you know, no no clarification uh, necessary. But I opened that door, and wow, boom! That's not a nice smell in that dress. <laughs> okay. But it gone, has been airing out. Would have uh, gone for half the amount if he d- disclosed that. What's that? It would have gone for half the amount on eBay if he disclosed exactly. it had a, a pig uh, yeah. burn smell. Exactly. Yeah. Those uh, the the photos just don't. Uh, Communicate the uh, aroma. The or- you know? <laughs> <laughs> you need a, a, yeah. a USB add-on device that puts out odors when you're on eBay. Right, right. <laughs> it'd be uh, it'd be it'd be great. <laughs> come up with something. So, like Rick, that. tell us how did you get started on on bidding on this trailer on eBay? What, well, uh, was John twisting your arm? No, not at all. Uh, although you, you know, John you, over the last couple of three years with his uh, airstream and camping experiences has kind of you know. Uh, got me interested and and little by little i've just every once in a while i'd get on ebay and i just you know check see what see what was out there you know not really you, getting serious about and i never bid on any of them just you know checking it out and you were, uh, you were a lurking wannabe uh, exactly and i just you yeah. know just kind of, you know and then all of a sudden one day i i, I just uh, uh and most of the time i just kind of narrowed my searches to uh you know, Airstream 16s or Airstream 19s or Bambies or whatnot, and somehow I got onto a Caravel, and uh, because he had listed it as a 16-foot Caravel, and uh, uh, so it just, I just, it just pulled up. Of course, it's a 17. I didn't even know what yep. Caravel was really. I looked at it, go, hey, that's kind of a neat one, and the price isn't too bad. And uh, within, uh, oh, it must have been an hour or two, I went back to it. And uh, threw in the last second bid, and there it was. I got it. It was just on wow. a whim. It's a Bambi. And, uh, it's a Bra- it's a Bambi's grandchild. Exactly. Yeah. You had the Bambi, then a Bambi two, and then the Caravel. So I've I've got a '65 Caravel t- as well. And, uh, it, uh, it's a really really nice trailer. So and uh, yeah, we've been following uh, the blogs, or I've been listening to them now. John's been catching me up on this long trip, and. Uh, uh, that's right, and we've been every time the, the the Caravel, the mention of Caravel comes up, we really you know stop everything, gotta listen to this, and uh, it's really interesting. You probably remember in some of our earlier shows, we did a uh, whole series on a '65 Caravel uh, remodel. Right, right, and Colin, uh, and uh, I, uh, that, that was Colin just now. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you did one for a client where you stretched the bathroom correct and. Uh, Added a gray tank, stainless steel gray tank down below. Yeah, we were just mm-hmm. hanging on every word on that on that uh, on that show. And yeah, we actually just looked at your website uh, online when we got here tonight, looking for pictures of that sixty-five yeah. Caravel, which I don't think we could get. No, that's 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 going to be Rob's job at some point. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually on the they're on the VAPS website under sixty-five Carol restoration update. They're still there. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll look there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you guys? Uh, I hear you've gone to the mothership today. It was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. and uh, this is this is this is John. And I got to tell you, you know, I've I've been 
I've, I've got into Airstreams and, and uh, have exhausted everybody I know talking about them. And um, it really, really, I mean, I wanted to come with him to get his trailer, but I wanted to go to Jackson Center when, when I heard it was so close. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the bait just Rick here. Yeah, oh, I, I that's said, the trick. You know, yeah, I'm going to pick up a trailer in Michigan, and by the way, 200 miles south is, you know, Jackson Center. It, Hey, that's so, right. I did yeah. the same thing. I I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we just we just listened to that that podcast today where you talked about when you were there, and we we had a tour from Don and went the whole line and the whole nine yards, and we're really impressed. And Rick had a new axle put on his trailer in the service department while we did all this, and it was a, a great experience. A really tight, well run operation. Everybody's really nice. So we talked about you picking the trailer up in Michigan, and, and you guys actually started in California, right? Correct. Um, Rick here. Uh, uh, San Luis Obispo, uh, California, and so uh, it was basically uh, 2,500 miles to Lansing, Michigan. Ooh, and uh, we did that in three days. Wow. All right. Yeah. Road trip. Yeah. Yeah, road trip, and and it's been great. We've uh, It hasn't been too um, uh, fatiguing, and uh, it's great. Great scenery, you know, through the middle of, uh, through the heartland, and uh, we've enjoyed it. Now, Rick and I are friends as well as we work together, and we've worked out of town on uh, mountain cabin work and have stayed together, so we know we're compatible as, you know, now, travel now, partners. It's been it's been a good time. Now, Rick, now that you got a, a much cooler airstream than John, <laughs> how? Uh, <laughs> You know, it's all I've been talking about is my next one and where I'm going to get it. And uh, originally, I wanted a '50s and a '60s. And I, I mean, one one day, one Sunday, I drove to Temecula from San Luis Obispo with twelve thousand dollars cash in my hand. And when I got there, it wasn't the trailer I thought it was going to be. Yep, yep. And you know, I finally found '70s that were pretty much ready to go. With they just needed a little bit of refurbishing. And I kind of fell in love with them. You know, even if I do get a, a 50s or a 60s, I would still keep my, my trade wind. No, I'm uh, just yeah, joking. I'm just, just joshing you. Yeah, it's been <laughs> hard to kind of kind of keep quiet about it all and not let it, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, not rub it in, you know. <laughs> as smelly as the trailer is, it is, it, we, we've poked around it, you know, all around the perimeter, and we've really, you know, uh, uh, Giving it the uh, the the once over as best as we could, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's looking pretty good. You know, there's there's a uh, a little dry rod underneath the rear uh, the rear lav, and uh, but all around the perimeter's not looking too bad. We dropped part of the belly pan, and uh, you not know, not on purpose, not on purpose, <laughs> but the wind <laughs> dropped it for us. <laughs> <laughs> but. We had the websites with us, and uh, you know the tape, and uh, we were able to kind of put that up, put that back. But uh, and it's got the jealousy window in the door. Uh yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And there, that's one of the issues, though, with this with this trailer was that while it was in the pig barn, uh, uh, apparently a piece of farm equipment creased the door down low, and. Uh, at first, we thought, well, just uh, you know, the door skin, which is a big enough job in itself, trying to replace that. But the mm-hmm. uh, the frame itself, the cast aluminum frame, cracked and on the hinge side, and as well as the the door frame, uh, excuse me, the uh, well, I guess it would be the the jam that would that uh, uh, 
uh, on the body cracked as well down low, right right where the, that crease uh, came across it. Hmm. So the guys at, at Jackson Center uh, welded it up for me, and uh, oh, cool. so it's structurally it's sound again. But uh, <coughs> uh, they've still got to take this door apart to try to uh, uh, you know replace this skin, um, or maybe replace the whole door if I can find another one. I don't know. Yeah. I did that actually with a replace it with a '68 door. And we heard that on your podcast, and boy, I tell you, we've we've already we're already searching. Uh, we're putting the feelers out and to try to find uh, a, something like that. I've got a 1960 door in uh, Central California. And would that would that be something that would uh, swap out? <laughs> I don't know, no. Colin. It would it wouldn't because of the no. uh, it's no, definitely no, the wrong size, either. but yeah, that's. Yeah. The in sixty five, sixty six, sixty seven, sixty eight, uh, they were cast frames. Right. Previous to that, they were formed aluminum yep. frames. Yep. Oh, I see. And then be the, and the door, the door inside the door, the coveted pocket door, right, Tim? Right, right. Yeah, they're beautiful. And of course, I, I do like the jealousy window, though. We've got it in our caravel. It's it's pretty neat. It is. It is. And uh, but. Um, I guess the neat thing about doing uh, something like a 68 door would be you get the screen door then also. Yeah, it was a bit of a production to install it, but we got it to work. Right. Hmm. Well, we looked now at yours doesn't have rivets. a screen? Yours doesn't it, have it, a screen? Just a screen in the jealousy window, right. But okay, no I've, screen got, door. I've got a screen door and the jealousy window. Wow. Well, so I'll, I'll take some pictures of that. Up for it, but I'll take some pictures of it and, and oh, shoot it to you. Oh, that'd be great. So you can so, see that, that would be great. Rick, tell us about when you first uh, laid your eyes on the trailer. Uh, laid your eyes, ears, smell, you know, what you thought when you uh, were looking over it. Was it an instant, you know, well, cool, I'm glad we yeah. got this? Well, you know, they they always, you know, they glow. You know, when you first put your, lay your eyes on them, they just, they're always better than, than when you get up close, you know. From a distance, they just, they just look great, you know. Uh and then we get a little closer, and yeah, you start starting to see the imperfections—the ones that were obvious from from his photos. And then we smelled it, right? And then <laughs> we smelled it. Uh, and then then the eyes—we just the blinders went on. That's uh, we were, but um, yeah, it was. You know, the closer we got, and uh, the more we got into it. But it was a it was a dark day, and um, it was parked under some trees, and. Uh, I, I don't know if the seller intentionally did that, uh, but uh, once we got it out in, into the sunshine and, and we could really, really see it, 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 it looked better and, uh, in, the, in the light of day. And, uh, you know, I don't know if, you know, I think it's the typical eBay thing that the photos just don't convey enough. And, and <laughs> whether, it's, whether it's the seller, uh, you know, wants it to be that way or just doesn't realize that he's not conveying enough information they they uh you know that the, there's just always a lack of of true condition the, the information about the true condition i believe in, in in a lot of ebay auctions and uh um so uh, yeah those pictures but, you know it's still it's still a great trailer though i mean it's complete it's like right. unadulterated it's got all the original pieces right and and not being rot in the floor, and that's the first thing I look for. I've I've looked at enough of them to know where to look, and it's it's a neat trailer with with a little bit of cleanup and 
you know, uh, of course, dropping the, the dropping the belly pan and uh, getting all that insulation and rat turds out of it. A lot of rat turds. Yep. Um, I think it's gonna be a good one. Good. What's your What's your uh, plan for the route back? You be feeding it back to San Luis Obispo, or no? We're gonna uh, We're gonna stop in. Uh, I've got uh, a family. Uh, in Sydney, Nebraska, we're going to stop and say hi. That oh, also Cabela's. Be, yeah, Cabela's. We're going there. The, <laughs> the other, the other mothership. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. So we're going to stop there, and uh, then we're going to stop in Vegas as well. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Don't lose it. Show? Yeah. <laughs> no, John hopes John hopes to make enough to uh, to uh, finance this his uh, the sixties trailer of his dream you know so but when you're down to it say i'll put caravel on black there we go <laughs> yep that's exactly right that'd be great get a shot of the pyramids in the background the um yeah, cause i'm coming out to california in in july uh for some some work and i'm planning to take a road trip from from san diego up to up to san luis obispo up the one to monterey and then over to Yosemite, so hey, maybe you have to get Steve finally meet meet and greet Tim too. So maybe I have to keep in touch and we'll swing by and check this caravel out. Well, well that'd be great. That would be yeah. excellent if you could do that. Just give us a call. Uh, yeah. uh, you, you've got our numbers, and uh, that would be great. Uh, it's room one six one one on this thing. <laughs> That's their number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we want you to call tomorrow night. Tell us you're sleeping in it now on the way back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just just stop and get a little Febreze, and you'd be good. There you go. <laughs> well, you don't have to feel bad, guys, because we- Rob refused to sleep in the trailer, an old vagabond we picked up that was full of snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you know, while, we, while we were filling up gas at the gas station, six little snakes were dropping out the rear end of this thing. <laughs> hey, I got, I got to tell you, before we put anything in the trailer, because we had a lot of well, we had like three bags of memorabilia from the Airstream store. We 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 had to plastic bag everything and zip tie it closed because we didn't want the smell to infect everything. <laughs> we, we forgot about. To, we've got to add that to our list of Airstream recovery is the Febreze kind. Yeah, that's true. Zip ties and we we made sure they were the contractor grade bags, the big six mil thick bags. Yeah. Well, it could have it could have been a chicken farm and been used as a chicken coop. So I think you're a little further ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. True. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so. All righty, guys. It's, well, been a, it's been a great trip, a real adventure. Well, good. we're living vi- vi- vicariously through you this week. Yeah. Well, I've been Straight there. Well, you know what? Uh, us through you as well, listening to the podcast. We probably <laughs> listened to about forty hours of it on this trip. So. Oh yeah, I forgot, Rick. I wanted to apologize for uh, John putting you through that, <laughs> making you hear. <everybody. laughs> no, really, I've enjoyed it. They've been uh, they've been great. In fact, I want to make I'm going to go back over the entire uh, uh, list of them and make sure I haven't missed anything. So, uh, <laughs> Pretty good. So, no, good. They've been great. But, all right. Well, keep us posted on the rest of your travels there, and uh, let us know you made it back. We'll okay. do. We'll do, Tim. Okay. Thanks, guys. Keep up the keep up the good work, huh? We All right. Will. Keep the calls. Keep, keep the calls coming. Bye. All right. Yep. Okay. Bye. All right. Well, John and Rick's excellent adventure. Of course, the uh, the Holiday Inn took a part in that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Holiday Inn doesn't smell like pigs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
and that's a good thing. Wow. Well, at least they'll they'll know more about airstreams in the morning. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Uh, it might. I don't know if it's a holiday in select or not. Uh, in Express, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's kind of neat to keep in post on them and and uh, oh yeah. here's to hoping there's no issue all the way back. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. I think that'll do it for the show. We'll close it out with uh, one more email we caught, comment we got on episode forty-four, and then we'll we'll close out the show. Let's go ahead and, uh, and listen to uh, Glenn's comment here. And we do love the comments. Call in any time, please. Two zero six two zero two four eight two seven. My WBCCI number. Tim, my name is Glenn, and I'm calling you from Santa Monica, California. I uh, just got through listening to episode 44. What a hoot. I enjoyed uh, Colin and Rob's input as well as yours. And um, there was some uh, uh, conversation about the um, TV antennas and the corrosive action between the zinc base and the aluminum, um, which brings to mind something that we do out here on the West Coast. I'm also a sailor, and so I'm always looking at galvanic isolation and um, dissimilar metal isolation issues uh, vis-a-vis stainless steel and aluminum, i.e. screws in the mast and so on. But when um, trying to isolate fading surfaces from one another, we use a material that's, I think, maybe only uh, uh, accessible out here on the West Coast. It's a um, either 10 or 20 mil thick vinyl tape uh, it's adhesive-backed. Think of uh, electrician's tape on steroids. It's about two and a half inches, two inches wide. Let me measure this roll I've got here. It's two inches wide. Anyway, the neat thing about it is that you just lay it over whatever uh, material you want to uh, join and then cut it out like you would a gasket with a, uh, with a sharp X-Acto knife blade. And it's really neat stuff. And then you have uh, perfect isolation between two, two dissimilar metals. Um, I might add that I have a 69 Caravel, and if you were to go to the uh, Vintage Airstream uh, photo list, uh, I am the first 69 Caravel that shows up, minus the one with all the, uh, the barbecue camping stuff and whatnot. I built a little set for it, and uh, that's the finished interior that I uh, spent a couple of years working on. And if you were to go to the 69 Caravel 2 folder, you'd see what it looked like when I bought it. Anyway, uh, thanks so much. Great fun listening to you folks. And I just thought I'd pass that little tidbit on to anyone else who might be facing a similar problem of um, mismatched metals. Take care. Thanks. Well, Glenn, thanks for calling it in. It's a nice little comment there. Yeah, it's a good tip. Yep. Always welcome those. Okay, guys, that'll do it for episode 46. Appreciate uh, John and Rick and all of our callers. And uh, keep up the calls and the comments. And we will catch you next time. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Good night, all. If you want to get in contact with us here at the VAP Podcast, you can call the voicemail hotline at 206-202-4VAP. And the email address is questions at thevap.com.
young. Have fun. Taste the vap.